With CBD, it's not a cure-all. It's part of a process. It includes wanting to relax. If you're just going to be like, yeah, let's see it work, you're probably not going to get a whole lot out of it. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Supercharge your ad campaigns with their revolutionary analytics platform because better data means better campaigns. If you're running any type of paid media, then you need to be using Triple Whale. Find out more at trytriplewhale.com. Hello and welcome back to the D2C Deep Dive. My name is Fraser and today we're going to be talking about CBD and also Wall Street. You wouldn't think that those two things mix together, but today we're joined by Jay from Bimble. He is an ex-Wall Street guy turned beekeeper turned CBD beverage brand owner. It's an amazing episode. We have an insight into what it's like to work on Wall Street, but also what it's like to sell and market a CBD drink because it's harder than you think. It's a brilliant episode and I'll see you on the other end of it. Jay, welcome to the D2C Deep Dive. Uh, it's currently seven o'clock in the morning where you are, which if you're watching this episode, there's a stunning lake behind you. It looks incredible. I'm in the middle of the city in like 30 degree UK heat and it's horrific right now. How are you doing, Jay? How's the weather over there? How stunning is the morning? Because it looks incredible, by the way. The weather, the weather is fantastic this morning, but it's going to be pretty thick and humid and hot later on. Uh, but right now, the, the lake is glass. Um, if you look closely, you might see um, uh, this water skiing slalom course. There's, there's a couple of buoys out it. there. Yeah, amazing. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's not a, not a bad way to wake up. Uh, yeah, certainly. So we were just talking before the call, you split your time between Manhattan, which is, you know, we're going to go, go into it later, but your ex-Wall Street, so New York makes sense, of course, and then your lake house where you are now, where you keep your bees. So Jay, if people have no idea who you are and, you know, Bimble, of course, is the brand that we're going to be talking about, Introduce yourself. Introduce Bimble. You have a you have a long story that we'll go into later, but give people the give people the quick rundown. Yeah, so I, I spent um, this is a second career for me. Bimble uh, is um, I spent a, a full career on Wall Street. I was a bond trader. Uh, I traded uh, U.S. government bonds, um, which was kind of the you know the, the the more straightforward, honest side of the business. It wasn't the the seamy side that you see in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, uh, but it was, you know, I was trading, I was managing a $4 billion portfolio. Uh, uh, I was making markets in, in, uh, doing very large trades with, with some of the largest customers, uh, in the country. Uh, we were a primary dealer, which meant we had a direct line to the federal reserve. Uh, someone from the, before every fed meeting, someone from the fed would call me and talk to me about my opinions on inflation. Um, Whoa. it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, part extreme fun, craziness and, and certainly the other half was extreme stress and pressure. Mm. Yeah. I imagine. And then from wall street, you were there for what? 30 years or so. I think I read, uh, I guess, you know, I don't count you know, you're my age. You don't count the years. <laughs> but <it was> <laughs> and then, and then from there you got interested in CBD and then decided, well, actually, first of all, you got interested in beekeeping, right? Let's talk a bit about that because yeah. you keep bees, which is, you know, I mean, you definitely can't that do that in Manhattan, right? Which is why you're where you are now. Yeah. So most uh, you hear about, occasionally you hear about someone that has a rooftop beehive, but it's almost impossible in Manhattan because every tenant has to agree. So 
Um, it, I, I actually became a beekeeper by accident. Um, you know, everyone thinks of trading floors as just like the movies, but there's actually a lot of downtime. And I was sitting talking to the guy across from me uh, one day, and he said, "Hey, I'm uh, going to take up beekeeping." I'm like, "Beekeeping? What are you doing that?" <laughs> and he said, "Well, you know, my kids have allergies, and we have a lot of gardens." I said, "Well." I have allergies. I have a lot of gardens. I'll do it with you. Um, and sure enough, like a lot of things, uh, time came. He backed out. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, first couple of years I tried it, I was, it was everything you would expect. I was terrible mm. at it. Um, uh, and my wife, uh, Janet, said, either you learn what you're doing or stop because you can't keep killing bees. So <laughs> that happened to coincide with the, the time where I decided I, you know, one day I just got up and quit. Um, my job, I, I had enough, uh, and I took a couple of years off. And one of the things I did was get better at beekeeping uh, mm. with that time, um, and wow. I became obsessed with it, uh, as as one will do when they take up beekeeping because it's an unbelievable uh, hobby. Uh, you know, it's fascinating beyond end. Yeah, they are incredible. What my um, my parents, they have a friend which is also a beekeeper, and they kind of share a garden and uh yeah we always get the honey from him which we pay way too much for but i don't i don't care because it tastes 10 times better than any other shop bought honey but it is yeah. it is incredible so how how did you go so for people who don't know you run bimble which is a cbd drink tell yes. tell me about your journey from wall street yeah. to beekeeping to CBD beverage brand? Because that is like, talk about, you know, a switch, you know, let's, yeah. let's dive into that a little bit. Like, why? <laughs> Where did that yeah. come from? Yeah, it was, it was a moment of, uh, yeah, I, I, I lost uh, my senses for a moment, I guess. But um, uh, so I, I took, like I said, I took a couple of years off, really traveled, um, uh, studied about beekeeping, um, you know, just had fun, with my wife and I. Um, you know, our kids are a bit older already, so uh, we, we had nothing really um, keeping us down. Um, uh, and then when I, it was time to bear down and start doing things, uh, I was doing a lot of investing. I was managing some of my own money. I, I, I ended up getting very involved in, in cannabis investing, um, and I was very into it. Uh, I became, you know, early on like a cannabis expert. Um, <laughs> And but being in the weed business didn't really resonate with me. Uh, those days for me were a little behind me. Uh, but more importantly, we had a daughter in recovery, so um, it, it just didn't feel right to be uh, mm. you know, selling weed when when my daughter was being drug tested three times a week. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that wasn't going to work. And then I learned about CBD, and it you know something clicked. Uh, you know, they when when I was on Wall Street trading, there were really only two ways to relieve stress. One was, you know, smashing your phone on the desk and cursing and, you know, being a total asshole, which I tried my best not to be. Um, <laughs> and the other, the other was go out drinking. And yeah. I didn't try so hard not to do that. Um, and it was fun, but completely unhealthy. The hangovers were terrible. It got mm -hmm. harder as time went on. And to have something that's non-impairing that will still relieve stress um, where you could at least take a break from drinking. Uh, it was, was something that just clicked. And then we decided to include beekeeping as part of the brand mission. So 
So the drink that we developed was is sweetened only with raw honey that we get from small scale sustainable beekeepers. So we're giving back. We're we're helping mm. the beekeeping community uh, with every bottle of of Bimble. That's amazing. I, I mean, so I. To be completely transparent, I have tried CBD. I have a, I have, I have a vape which I now and again partake with CBD uh-huh. in, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I suffer from, you know, as most people do, anxiety, depression, stress, mm-hmm. all that stuff that yeah. goes along with running a business. I imagine, and I, I can't remember the milligram of CBD I'm on, but it's fairly high because I just never felt, I just never felt the effects. Or right. at least what I what I was hoping the effects would be, which was the oh, sigh of relief, the yeah. you know I uh-huh. feel I feel good, right? And I and I'm not worrying or stressing, right? Yeah. But why why with CBD? Because there's so many different ways to have it, right? Yeah. You can have drops, you can have yep. skin, yep. literally yep. the CBD and everything, <laughs> isn't there as well yeah. right now? But like yeah, yeah, yeah. why? Yeah. Why did you decide to go down the route of a beverage and not like another CBD infused product? Okay, so so for me, the the feeling of holding a bottle in your hand is in and of itself uh, satisfying and comforting. Mm. Um, and, and that you know we all have muscle memory and sitting around with with a glass of a cocktail or a bottle of beer or uh, whatever your your fancy is, um, th- that's part of the feeling. That's part of the experience. Mm. So I wanted to try my best to recreate that experience because with with CBD, it's not a cure all. It's not a it's not a pill that you take it and and you're cured. So it's part of a process. A process that includes mindfulness. It includes wanting to relax. Um, these are all necessary. Uh, conditions for CBD to work. If you're just going to be like, yeah, let's see it work, yeah, you're probably not going to get a whole lot out of it. Um, for me, beekeeping was was a whole change of lifestyle, um, you know, a zen, if you will. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to to create, uh, you know, a full uh, what what Jana likes to call toolbox of ways to relax and mm. it can be a, a very important part of it but it's probably not going to be enough if it's the only part of it um, yeah so do you think do you think that that's probably why maybe cbd hasn't hasn't worked for me is because i'm maybe looking at it as a i want to relax done yeah, no it's not yeah. worked move on so, so we could we could we could talk about this for like five hours mm, um because I obviously i've spent a lot of time thinking and experimenting with this um uh, a couple of things. Uh, you know, CBD is part of the cannabis industry, and which has been both a, a blessing and a curse. Uh, mm. It's a blessing because it benefits from the coolness factor of being cannabis, but, but the curse is people think they're going to get high or something like uh, an instant experience that you feel. Whereas with CBD, it's more like what you're not feeling, which is stressed out. So... So you don't get that punch in the punch in the jaw. I I, I know it's working. Um, it's yeah. something that that builds and 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 like you said, I think you have to take a lot of it. So when I when we we first started looking at this, the drinks on the market had like ten milligrams of CBD in them. Uh, and but when I was doing my research, I'd ask someone how much should I take to start. It would be a dropper full, which was twenty five milligrams. And I think to myself. 
well, if the starter is 25, mm. why would anyone put 10 milligrams in a drink? I mean, that's just a novelty drink. So we were, we were driven to do something that people would actually feel. Um, after a year on the market, I kind of felt like I had a lot of feedback like you. I, I'm not mm. really feeling it. So we decided to reformulate. And rather than focus just on CBD, um, we could have gone the route of a lot of people do, you know, ashwagandha and all these other things that, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a big believer in them. I don't, I, I've never met anyone whose life was changed by ashwagandha. Um, but I do believe in the cannabis plant. So there were these minor cannabinoids that were crazy expensive at the time, but they were a lot more effective. So it was sort of like turbocharging the effect. So we decided to reduce the amount of CBD and add back in some of these cannabinoids. So we now have four milligrams of CBN, which is like the gold standard of uh, cannabinoids, two milligrams of CBC and a milligram and a half of CBG. So when you look at our lab results, our COA, you compare them to any other drink on the market, you could see in black and white we're different. Um, mm. we, we spend you know a factor of five to 10 times more on what's in the bottle than our competitors. Um, but sometimes, you know, spending more is worth it. Uh, yeah. I just didn't want to be, I just, I hated when people said, eh, it doesn't do anything. So, yeah. um, so now it still doesn't do things for people, but uh, you know, I, I can say confidently, if you're going to feel an effect from any CBD drink, it's going to be bimble. This week's edition of the DTC Deep Dive is brought to you by Motion. Are you still using spreadsheets to track your creative ad reporting? Well, if you are, you should try Motion instead. Motion bridges the gap with your creative team through visual and digestive reports so that they can make engaging content that actually converts. With one click, you can share insights with your team and add members to your workspace so they can easily deep dive into reports on their own. Motion makes it super easy to identify key drivers for performance and helps eliminate the guesswork in the creative production process. Join the 500 plus teams like Huel, The Ridge and Foxwell Digital in using Motion to improve their ad results. Say goodbye to creative fatigue and try Motion for yourself with a 14 day free trial at motionapp.com. You've kind of explained there about, you know, technically how you've separated yourself from the other CBD drinks on the market. But how, how do you go about communicating that to the customer? Because that's quite difficult, I think, isn't it? Because you you just mentioned a load of things there and that went right over my head. You know, I'm kind of putting my trust in you that that, that should be in there, right? But yeah, how, how do you communicate that to a customer to say, we are different, this is why we're different? You know, it, it must be a difficult task. So, so it's, it's a, as you say, it's an extremely difficult task. When we've done customer surveys, um, why do you drink Bimble? 84% said taste, <laughs> and um, maybe less than 5% said because of the CBD uh, uh, formulation. Um, uh, so, yeah, no one gets it. Um, mm. uh, add to the fact that you're not allowed to say anything. <laughs> when you yeah. advertise. Yeah, that was going to be my next question, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, so for a lot of people, that's a reason not to be in the CBD business because it's impossible to advertise. For me, that's a challenge. You know, mm. that's, you know, that's what I did for a living is try to find the, you know, the cracks, you know, where, where you know, the, the white space where you can navigate and, and find opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I love trying to figure out ways of getting around the, the CBD restrictions, 
uh, you know, when advertising on social, you know, paid social in particular. Um, uh, but yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, and the truth is most people don't care. Uh, what they do care about is the fact that they are stressed out and they're, they're dying for solutions to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, you have to keep it a little simpler. Um, I always have to, you know, cover my mouth when I start talking about cannabinoids, <laughs> but uh, it just comes out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. like I mentioned, that was my next question is, how do you yeah. go about advertising this? Because it is, I mean, it is so difficult to advertise anything like this on paid social. You yeah. know, a lot of platforms outright ban it. You're not allowed to do this, even yeah. though it's not, you know, it is legal. It's not a drug, right? You're not pushing right. heroin, right? So, like, right. What, what what, are those white spaces that you found where you've been able to, you know, be yeah. able to advertise well, CBD? So, so clearly, uh, you know, no one has found the, the, the holy grail when it comes to this. Uh, um, there are no household CBD names. Uh, um, we're always experimenting and... Mm -hmm. uh, and frankly, it's, you know, we're, we're very guarded with the few things that sometimes work. Um, we, we try to do a lot of events. Uh, getting bottles in hand uh, is, is, is really a big challenge for us because, you know, we're an expensive drink. I mean, we're $6 a bottle. Um, you know, we are pretty um, free with the 20% off promos, so five, even $5 a bottle um, for someone who's never tried it before. Uh, because we're a glass bottle, we have really no way of uh, sending a single bottle. So the the so the smallest order is is forty dollars, and um, you know that's that's tough. That's a tough ask for people. Um, so we try to do uh, as many live events as we can to get bottles in hands. Um, we uh, you know the influencer route would be the perfect thing for for us, but we haven't found a lot of success with that frankly. Um, uh, is the ads we've we've been able to do some some advertising. We've never um, you know taking everything into account. We've never had a row as of of even one. Um, it's always been a sub one uh, row as, so uh, it's hard to keep that up. Um, mm. Yeah, so but we're always we're always trying. We're in the middle of uh, uh, a new campaign on on Instagram. We're, we're experimenting. I'd, I'd rather not talk about it until it works. But uh, uh, yeah, sometimes I feel like Ralph Cramden, always uh, trying things that fail. You know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean that 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 is that is the DC space. You know, yeah. as everyone says, you know, if you yeah. don't test, then you don't know, and that's yeah. even more true, I think, in the CBD yeah. space, isn't it? That. Yeah. You yeah. don't really know until you press go, yeah. and then yeah. hopefully it works. But another interesting thing that happened to us recently, um, uh, yeah, we've I've spent the the this year just really doing a deep dive into the deep DTC space. That, I mean, that's how we met. Um, mm. And I, I I had a call with someone, and, and then a follow up call with someone that does um, a, a lot of writing and strategy for one of the very successful um, THC drinks. And she said to us, she was taking some time off, so she couldn't work with us. Um, and she said to us, if I spent a, a, a full month thinking about this, I'd come up with the same answer I'm going to give you now. You guys should be going after an older demographic. 
um, you know, everyone's going after Gen Zs and Gen Zs don't even like CBD. You should be going after an older crowd that, that mm. you can speak to naturally. Um, and that's what we're trying to do now as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, talking an older uh, audience, uh, uh, 40 to 60. Um, uh, no one's, no one's really doing that. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, it's also hard to find people to work with that can do that. Um, everyone, everyone's young enough to be my kid. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th I think that is, you know, a very good point is when you, when most people go to launch products, the first demographic they go to, you know, is, I don't know, 18 to 18 to 25, probably, right? Like that's the, whereas, you know, we have worked with a lot of clients which are aiming at that older demo. And quite a lot of the time, you know, their ads are way better than these companies which are aiming at 18 to 25, right? Because, because, because there isn't much out there for the older demo, they, they jump in on that way faster, right? And they're, conversions are much higher so that does make sense right i i think a cbd drink for for that demo would be would be perfect you know so i think that's that yeah that that's a solid idea when you when you went into when you went into bimble did you have a plan right because most people when they launch an e-com product they already have history in paid media probably they might have already ran an e-com brand they might have worked for an e-com brand or a marketing agency you came from wall street very different like what and also beekeeping so you kind of knew you know you knew the business side of stuff i guess but then dc must have been completely new like did you have a plan going forward like or did you just go i'm just going to do it and find out on the way yeah so so when i started uh, uh talk, talk about a, a leave of my senses uh so i knew nothing about cbd i knew nothing about the beverage industry i'd never run a company um i knew nothing about marketing um mm. Sounds like the perfect time to start a business. It right? does, yeah, always. Um, so luckily, uh, about a month or two into it, my my wife Janet has a. Uh, uh, she used to produce TV commercials, so she has a, okay. a, a, a background in marketing and advertising. And she said to me, "How are you going to brand this?" I said, "Oh, I'll, I'll just hire someone." <laughs> and she <laughs> said, I "I'll tell you what, I'll I'll help you for a couple of months." And she's we're still working together, so we're. Uh, we became a husband and wife team, and um, uh, 20 years ago, it never would have worked, but uh, here we are. We're still doing it. So another, um, another reason to use CBD, because it, uh, it helps your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there's a selling point, I think, for yeah. most people. So so, but the truth is, when, when we launched, we, you know, our, we, I was never thinking about DTC. I was thinking about... Um, you know, getting on shelves. Uh, yeah. And we, in the first year, we, we were on about 200 uh, stores, as they call it, in uh, the New York metropolitan area, um, doing fairly well, toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, some of the bigger competitors in New York. Um, and then COVID hit. Um, we weren't well-funded, um, and it just hit us like a ton of bricks. So we went from 200 stores to zero in, wow. in overnight. Um, that happened to be the time we just rebranded and reformulated. So we had a, a warehouse full of bimbo. Oh. We, we produced March 3rd of 2020 um, and no one to ship it to. Um, so, uh, so what do you do? You, you do what any rational person would do. You, you become a DTC friend. Mm. Um, so 
Um, I think a lot of people tried that during COVID. Um, for us, it, it's, it has worked. Um, we, we were lucky because of Janet's connections in, in the ad world. No one was working back then. You know, we always talk about the bad things about COVID, but there were some silver linings. Um, yeah, certainly, yeah. There was no traffic in New York. That was a silver lining. I bet. But also, we had access to people that we would never in our wildest dreams be able to afford. And they were just, you know, hey, yeah, I'll help you. I'm not doing mm. anything right now. <laughs> and so uh, so we were able to build a, you know, a, a great-looking website, um, uh, you know, get you know, copywriting by people who uh, you normally never do things like that. Uh, um, and, uh, uh, of course it, it all had to change cause it, it didn't convert. So we had to, uh, hire a performance team to change it. But, uh, uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun for me. Um, uh, you know, when you, when you start your first startup at the age of 60, um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things you can learn. Uh, uh, yeah. you know, for, yeah, fortunately, I consider myself tech savvy, so it's not so bad. That's an interesting question, actually. So, so you went from you went from being in a ton of stores and you know seeing great numbers there to then D to C. Are you are you planning on getting back in stores now that things are slowly getting back to normal? Are you happy with D to C? So I, I am not. I'm in no rush to get back into stores because, first of all, it's uh, it's really difficult. Um, mm. and it's, you know, the, it costs a lot of money to support. Um, you have to hire boots on the ground. Um, you have to give deep discounts. You have to deal with distributors. Um, it also, you know, one of lessons learned, you never want to be in a situation where the other party has all the leverage. You have no mm. leverage. Um, and that's where I found myself, uh, early on. You know, be basically begging people to carry a CBD drink because they they yeah. really didn't want to, um, and it's just not a great it's not a great equation for success. I'd much rather build up the brand DTC wise, get people to recognize it, um, and so that when it if it ever does go back into stores, uh, um, you know, people will want to buy it. There'll be there'll be enough turnaround, and yeah. then distributors want to carry it. Uh, so I'm, I'm really not in a rush. I have a couple of small distributors now, uh, but I, I, that's not my primary uh, uh, focus. My primary focus is DTC. Yeah, I think, I think that makes perfect sense. We, you know, we've, we've spoken to a few brands on here which are a mix between retail and DTC, and it works for some people. Other, other people just like, I've tried it, not into it, too much commitment. I'd much rather be in control of my own destiny, which I think is what D2C is, right? You, you know, you can control how many sales you do. You can control the stock, who's buying it. And more importantly, I think you can track where those sales are coming from, which is, you know, you, it's very difficult to track anything when it comes to retail, right? So now, now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so now that you're, now that you're well into D2C and you're enjoying it, like, do you, what are your plans for Bimble next, right? Do, do, are, you, are you going to be launching a load of new SKUs, a load of new flavors? Are you going to be focusing down? Are you, you know, where's the, yeah. Yeah. where's the direction? Uh, well, well um, you know, so to, you know, to be a hundred percent transparent, um, you know, we're not, um, you know, we're not particularly well capitalized. Um, most of it is self-funded and, um, uh, you know, we're at a point where we need to see if this is going to work. So, mm. 
we are we're actually making you know a big push into um you know doing a lot of testing in digital marketing um and uh, a lot is going to be dependent on on the success of that uh one lesson i did learn is you can't experiment unless you spend money um uh in the past i've i've kind of said well you know i'll spend a little bit if it works i'll spend more uh that i've learned uh that doesn't work so so we're you know we're significantly increasing our budget um uh, you know from minuscule to small but uh mm-hmm. but still but still on a percentage wise but you know, you know we were spending five times the most we ever spent um uh and hoping to spend more uh and uh and that's really gonna guide uh the future of bimble um yeah whether we can you know find our our niche because um you know we are the most highly differentiated drink on the market we you know we probably taste the best we use the best ingredients um we give a shit about what's in the bottle we're not young kids who are just trying to make a quick buck we're not vitamin water that's trying to tell you that what's in their drink is going to do something for you when it doesn't um but if people don't buy it that's you know it's kind of like wall street if you don't have the pnl you know it doesn't matter if you were right about yeah uh, about something you need to make the money and yeah and and so uh so that's where where we're at now yeah and i actually mentioned about wall street what is there anything in particular that you that you learn in your days on Wall Street, which you think transfer into DTC that have kind of given you that competitive edge, which has allowed you to get further than maybe others? Because I think Wall Street is such an incredible job. And I mean, not not a lot of people know what even goes on. All we think is Wolf of Wall Street, right? So like what, has there been anything that stands out to you, which is like, thank goodness I did Wall Street because I would not be where I am now in business yeah, well, without I've, it. I've had a couple of things. Well, when we were doing a lot of retail, um, the shocking thing is on Wall Street, say what you want, everyone pays their bills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, trade sells the next day, everyone pays. In the real world, people don't pay. <laughs> I was <laughs> shocked at that. Um, we had a very high default rate um, when we were self-distributing. Uh, that was just shocking to me. Um, the pace of the world is much different. Um, I was used to, you know, if I had asked someone a question, um, I, they would get back to me within a day. Uh, mm-hmm. Now when I talk to people, hey, can I, can I call you back in two weeks? I'm like, two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't even remember the question in two weeks. <laughs> so you know, that, that was a big difference. Um, I think, you know, in Wall Street, you have to always, you know, like a shark, you have to always move forward. You have to always be on it. Um, and that's, you know, that's a lesson for, for running your own business also. Uh, you know, when you're not, when you're not working, you're not, you're not earning, you're not, uh, you're not moving forward. Uh, uh, I, I think that's the biggest uh, similarity between uh, the two careers. Yeah. And it, I mean, at the moment, you know, the US, the UK, the whole world actually is probably heading into a rather difficult financial time. Do, do you think there's things that you've learned in Wall Street which might help you if a recession comes around and, you know, any advice to give to fellow D2C business owners which might be a little bit worried? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, 
people, I think we're okay because people always need um, uh, to relieve their stress. People always need uh, products that they find are part of their daily routine, uh, which which are subscriber based. Certainly, uh, have a daily routine of drinking Bimble. Um, uh, I, I think you know it's it's really product based for for recessions. Um, uh, if people can do without it, you know they're going to do without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, uh, obviously you have to uh, tighten your belts, uh, make sure you're not wasting money where you can. Um, uh, but those are you know you can find that out from anyone. Um, uh, yeah, my my areas of expertise are more like. Uh, explaining where inflation is going to be in a year from now or or whether there will be a recession um yeah uh, I, i'm not quite convinced uh, uh either of those are going to be as bad uh, uh a year from now as uh, as people think so yeah i mean that uh, I, I, contrarian so yeah i was going to mention about that has that given you the advantage because you you know in your past job you can kind of predict where these things are going so maybe you can make you know moves in the industry which allow you to kind of have that advantage are you able to do that or is that just like just yeah, nothing? It's, it's, well it's more restricted to you know taking advantage of getting short s p's or something but uh it's not uh um uh i i think um being concerned about inflation uh um th- there were certainly things that we were able to do to you know order in bulk and um uh uh you know lock in prices uh uh, but but not a whole lot that that we could do to protect ourselves. We're in the same boat as everyone else. Uh, yeah. There are no there are no you know, futures markets and CBD where I can uh, where I can hedge my my inventory. So Jay, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. The best of luck with Bimble. I'm really excited Thank to you. see where you go. Uh, good luck with the bees. Hopefully you don't get stung too much. Uh, that would yeah. be the worst, the worst nightmare about it. But carry on doing what you're doing. It's been, it's been incredible you. speaking. You too. You too. Great talking to you. And that's it for the DTC Deep Dive this week. Thanks very much for listening, as always, or watching. If you have enjoyed it, make sure you give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to. Drop me a follow on Twitter. It's just at Sour Fraser, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.